All right. I'm going to be magnanimous. <laughs> and I'm going to start the show off by congratulating the stupid Buffalo Bills on their victory yesterday. What a win, huh? What a win. Carl, what a game to attend. Holy cow. It's one of those moments where once you finish fighting the urge to slice your own wrists. Yes. You know, you realize that you can go on and you could still do a creep off the next day. So proud of you. Thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. Let's four, uh, They won by four touchdowns. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. a blowout. See you week 18. <laughs> You're listening to the Carl Network. <laughs> Warning. Listening to the creep off might leave you triggered. This episode may contain murder, rape, laughing at murder and rape, ableism, Lenny Dykstra, serial keaters, smile talking, fat shaming, child abuse, drug abuse, pizza abuse, victim blaming, and the state of Florida. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Gotta be back in time. Vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos! Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I am one half of your hosts, maybe like two-thirds, two-thirds <laughs> of your hosts. My name is Vinny, and joining me as always in studio, it's hot Carl. What is happening at Vinny Paulino? I want to start off today's show with something our friend Alex put together for me. Oh, fuck. Oh, Alex, you son of a bitch. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. I heard that song so many times yesterday, I thought I was doing my uh, consequence fulfill all over again. Well, that song was just playing non-stop after every score well way to get alex fired carl good job <laughs> he felt back that he got his paycheck and he felt bad about it did he he's like <laughs> oh yeah vinny paid me so uh, well. yeah vinny talks to me and is nice to me and then i'm gonna go and make that the buffalo whatever dude how did it go wearing your jersey uh good i have a bunch of videos and photos and things i'll i'll pull all that together Maybe we can, I'm sure we can share them online, but also maybe present them on our uh, bonus show this week. Sounds great. Question for you. Yes, sir. Uh, does anybody else have maybe a small issue with the fact that Carl didn't wear a Dolphins jersey to the game? Am I the only one who has an issue I with mean, that? If you're telling me this is not a Dolphins jersey, we'll show you. I'll show you the evidence. You will see the evidence. People were not happy with me. Walking in with all the Bills fans, they were none too pleased. None so, too pleased until I had to do the big reveal. Oh, God, you're not allowed to do a reveal. That was part of the problem. Did the big reveal at the seats. Oh. Ripping off the the Dolphins jersey. Well, you're supposed to wear it for the whole game. To show the bills underneath. You're not, you weren't supposed to do that. You already just admitted you you broke the rules already out of the game. That's not true at all. And also, people told me I should wear a Bill's hat or Zumba's or something. I didn't do any of that. I I was trying to go in disguise. I was getting roughed up a little bit by people. I'm sure you'll be excited about that, Vinny. You got roughed up, really? Yep. 
awesome. All yep. right. Cool. Can't wait for the bonus on Friday now. <laughs> so you're telling me on the bonus on Friday, we get to watch a video of people finally getting their hands on you. Yes. And we get to watch Thunder in Paradise. Wow. This is going to be a fun bonus show on Friday. Fucking A. If your credit card expired and you need to re-up on the Creep Off Patreon, don't forget to do that. This now week. is not the time to uh, to miss one. Don't miss this one. So, Carl, last week we did an episode where we tried to pick, what was our category again? Remind me, bud. What I'm, was the category last week? I'm the worst at everything on my own show. Jesus Christ, help me. Uh, it was the creepiest football coach. Football coach. That's yeah. right. And here to let us know who won, it is our lovely, vivacious results girl, Jessica. Hi, Jess. Hello. Hey, Jess. How's the uh, kitchen project going? It sounds quiet over there today. Good. They aren't here today, but nice. they just put the floor down the other uh, the the other day, Friday uh looks good so far hopefully Excellent. by the middle of this month it should be done that would be fantastic we could stop and, battling that. and quiet well jessica would you not delay it anymore please let me know if carl is spinning the wheel today oh, that's right you are at four points right now i am at three a victory would tie this one up at four to four but if carl loses he's got to spin the fucking wheel Mm-hmm. And I have everything ready to go, Carl. Okay. I got it ready. Well, let's see. What do we got? Well, with 73% of the vote, it was 106 to 39. The winner was Carl. What the fuck? Yeah! I denounce it. Wow. <laughs> Dominating victory. Everything's coming up with Carl this week. This is great. That means, oh, let's let's update that score on there, Vinny. That means it's four to four, and today is game point. Whoever wins this week wins the round. Okay. Well, aren't you glad I prepared? My advice to you, everybody, for today's segment, get your barf bags ready. Okay. All right. Vinny's oh, no. calling shot already. Oh, I'm so off. Vinny's calling yeah. shot. You know what, man? Yesterday's game wasn't a big enough dick kick. That was one. <laughs> God damn well, it. Well, one of the Bills' best defensive players went down with what looks like a season-ending injury, so be happy about it. I'm that. never happy when somebody gets hurt. That's, I'm not like sucked. a Bills fan who was like, when Tua gets hurt, you guys are on fuck, man. It's all I heard all this week. Just hoping that they fucking hurt a guy. Your classless No one's hoping someone gets hurt. That's not true. Not, not the case here. Uh, here we go, guys. Let's... Uh, Jess, can you remember a time? You've been a review girl for a few months now. Can you remember such a lopsided victory on here? Not really. Yeah, I mean, either. No, I remember. Wow. I think the audience likes it when it's like a close call. I like it when it's a blowout, like the Bills game was, and like this latest latest round of the creep-off was. Well, the only thing that I can do, ladies and gentlemen, is rise from the ashes and try again this week. That's all I got. That's right, buddy. That is all you got. That is all you got. Uh, Jess, anything else to report today? Um, I mean, we have some Reddit comments. Okay. So uh, Roscoe577 said, Carl gets the vote with the stepdad connection. That's nuttier than squirrel shit. Carl, can we get the jingles department to sing? What the fuck are we talking about? Oh, I think I... uh... I think I might have that somewhere. Gosh, I gotta remember what I called that. What the fuck are they talking about? 
It's actually called What the Fuck Are They Talking About? It wasn't that difficult to find. Huh. Go figure. Cool. There it is. Nimrob71 says I have the loser rub. Yes, you do. Just might be. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Is that it? Oh, so I didn't know what anything else to say. That's oh, <laughs> that's where you continue with Reddit. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Not, you know, I've been doing this for months. You think I would know that? Uh Dr. Yeah. Ted Penis Astronaut said, Vinny, turn Carl's light down a little. Carl's stupid face is too pale and there's a big gay hot spot on it. Come to think of it. <laughs> Set Carl's lighting up all around. Lower the room lights a little. Your side is probably a, your side is lit properly, and Carl's side looks sterile. Maybe pick the Reddit comments. No, that was a good comment. I know that you don't have the ring lights blaring into my face. Not, no, no, that's just, just this is good. That's just funny to me. <laughs> I I lost my smile. Vinny's off today, I have a feeling. Oh, I'm on today. We're off, we're off I'm on start. today, Carl. Bad start for you, my friend. I'm off in every other way, but today I am on. All right. Wait and see. All right. Well, there was a reply. There was a reply to that one. It said, uh, it's because his, his woodchuck teeth and smiling, smile talking reflect the light so much. Just turn off his camera. Huh. I don't know that why. That was the reply to that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. That's funny. It's amazing. You can close your eyes and still see Carl's awful personality. So maybe there is something to this. We could turn you know, the camera off. I got a note from our new review girl that you uh, met at the WATP studios on Saturday, Kindy. Mm -hmm. And Kindy sent me a note letting me know that uh, she's got a wedding to attend coming up this weekend. Mm -hmm. She says, hey, chompers, I can't be live on Saturday. I fucking love her. What the fuck's her problem? What's She's that all about? Just the coolest... Jess is always so nice to me. I was, I was like, take it back. I'm like, wait, that's, Jess, <laughs> Jess, that's yeah, kind of rude. About how nice you are to Carl. Yeah, it's that's nice. Job Thank review. you. Thank you for being nice when to Carl. We, when we do I'm nice review. to both of you. you. You're going to get a lot of high marks for that. <laughs> Kindy rules. <laughs> Kindy fucking rules. Choppers. It's a great nickname. <laughs> different uh so uh any more uh reddit comments or should we get into the competition today joss well i guess one more from adam 2890 i'll say Haley owens was not a cute kid that was just I... fair enough all right so i guess uh it's time to start the competition you could follow jess wherever you use social media at jess daydreaming and uh, we'll see you next week. Jess. Wait, wherever I do social media, do you have a TikTok, Jess? I do, but I don't really oh, use sweet. it. Oh, come <laughs> on. I want to check out your TikTok. Yeah, let's it's, most, it's mostly me using filters. No, All, no. Right. <laughs> All right, let's pull it up. No. Uh, I'll bring some for next time. Yeah, please. we'll save them for, for next sure. time. We'll keep you on longer. We'll watch your take. She's gonna scrub her account though. You know, she's no, just gonna go no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. If I can deal with if I can deal with Jess Dunham, I can deal with that. That's true. Good point. Please change it from Jess Daydreaming to Chess Dunham. That's just no. the funniest thing in the world. Come on. Come on. We need some synergy with the show going over there. If you don't know what we're talking about, we asked Jess who her favorite comic is, and she had to think about it for a couple seconds, and then she said Jeff Dunham. And, I, just, uh, I, I grew up watching him yep. on TV. Oh, you, you, you answered the way you were supposed to answer. I'm just letting people know what the reference is, because you seem like you're ashamed. Or something. You seem like you're a little embarrassed by that. I mean, when people all online are just like, "How could she say that?" It's like, 
that I'm, yeah, I'm ashamed, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. You took a public drubbing for no good reason. It was worth it you for that. You took a public uh, drubbing for an excellent reason. It was it an was, excellent reason. Yes, that's true. It was such a great uh, picture. Before we let you leave, though, how about you read the super chat for us? All right. Dang lizard, five euros. Carl pretending he did he did his consequence again. He had to listen to Let's Go Bills for four hours, handcuffed to a radiator. Yep. Come on, dang lizard. <clears throat> Doing the best I can over here, buddy. Uh, all right, Jess. We'll see you next week. Adios. Yes. She's out of here. All right. All right, dude. Ring the bell. And <laughs> you won. You're going first. Let's start off the competition. So our category this week is the year 1978. That's right. We had another category picked. And then I spent hours looking for creeps. And I was like, nobody here is that interesting. Yeah. So. And while Vinny was doing that, I was home re-watching the Bills game that I had just attended. Because it's just, it was so much fun. I had to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Then I watched highlights this morning. Mm-hmm. That's why I was a little bit late getting here. I had to go through the stat sheet, relive some of the moments. <laughs> I always love when you look down at your board. I'm like, okay, what's he going to hit me with? You, you're very slow with that soundboard. What do you got? I'm not hitting the soundboard. I'm All just right. sad. All right. So, 19... I was looking down in shade. <laughs> 1978. What happened in that year that I might bring to our attention? Well, it was the birth of a man named Mark Sappington. Uh, Sappington was born in 1978 and grew up on the north side of Kansas City, Kansas, in an impoverished neighborhood. His mother did her best to raise him on her own, but in a neighborhood riddled with drugs, gangs, and violence, it's a tall order for anyone, let alone a single mother barely keeping her own head above water. She was heavily involved in her church and brought Sappington along with her, where he seemed to have found a second home. Mark Sappington, born in 1978, February 9th, 1978, he had a, a little bit of an issue, the black man. Had a little bit of uh, schizophrenia. And the way he decided to treat that was by doing PCP. Now, Vinny, hmm. do you think that PCP is going to cure that? No, I just think it's going to help you hear the voices a little clearer. Correct. Unfortunately, mental health care was unavailable to someone in Sappington's situation. As such, he was unable to receive treatment for an undiagnosed case of schizophrenia. His drug use only exacerbated the problem, and and when he began to hear voices at the age of 21, he did even more PCP in an effort to drown them out. He later said that the voices told him that he needed to eat flesh and drink blood or he himself would die. He did just that to the detriment of four residents of Kansas City in March and April of 2001. His first murder seems rather mundane compared to what was to come. It was simply a robbery gone wrong, but afterwards something in him snapped. Sevington walked the streets for the next three weeks, talking to the voices in his head, asking, what about him? What about her? When he finally got approval for his next victim, it was an old friend who he took into his basement where he hacked him to pieces with a hunting knife. This left the walls dripping with blood, which he lapped up before dumping the body across the river in Kansas City, Missouri. Three days later, he killed another friend, stabbing the man in his own car, but only making a cursory effort at drinking his blood before fleeing the scene. On the way home from that killing, he spotted a young man who he knew from the church, and he invited the 16-year-old boy to come back to the home he shared with his mother, where he shot the boy in the chest with a shotgun. This time, he crudely dismembered the body and ate part of one leg before disposing of the rest in a trash bag. This is a rare one, Vinny. We have a serial killer cannibal Mm -hmm. who's also a black man. You don't see that very often. That's true. That's different. That is true. And only 21 years old Mm -hmm. to boot. Mark Sappington is known as the Kansas City Vampire because he liked to drink his victim's blood. This is a uh, an excerpt from Friends for Dinner by Seamus McGraw. The scenes that police reports have painted should shock anyone, including those who knew Mark Sappington. In one, Sappington hunkered down in his mother's basement, 
staring at the body, at the bloody mounds of flesh that until moments ago were his friend. His ears were still ringing from the thunderous blast of the shotgun, but even that couldn't drown out the menacing voices in his head. The voices taunted him, do it. They urged him, do it now. Seventeen, a muscular 5-foot, 11-inch, 168-pound, 21-year-old with a baby face, grabbed a steak knife and an axe and turned back to the still warm corpse of 16-year-old Elton Brown. Fresh blood covered the walls and formed a pool on the cold, hard cellar floor. He allegedly went to work with the axe, hacked the body into six large pieces, and then used the steak knife to carve off a small hunk of the victim's thigh. The voices then told him to cook and eat some of it to save the rest for later. The butcher reportedly stuffed what was left of Brown into several black garbage bags and left them on the floor. He then bounded out onto the streets of Kansas City, Kansas, and of course, two victims in one day. Elton was found in the basement of this KCK home. His legs and arms were cut off. Back then, the neighborhood was talking about the crime and the man responsible. And dude always wanted to be like Jeffrey Dahmer and stuff. So he always said, if you go out, you want to go out like a legend. Elton Brown wasn't the only victim. Terry Green, Michael Weaver Jr., and David Masek were also murdered. Masek was found inside his auto business. The others were found in cars. And Vinny, just to drive the point home. Sappington tried to suck the blood of two of his victims, both of whom were also his friends. This effort in phlebotomy earned him the sobriquet Kansas City Vampire. Mm -hmm. In another instance, he hacked a 16-year-old's body into bite-sized morsels that he consumed in his mother's basement. That is my creep. Born in 1978, Mark Sappington, the Kansas City Vampire. Well, Carl, that was a great presentation. That, Thanks, buddy. Whoever that guy who sounded like Steve Buscemi was really did his research. Yes. Now, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, let's talk about my creep. Carl wants to talk about vampires. His vampire was born in 1978. My vampire. Oh, you my vampire? I have Jeez. the creepiest vampire of 1978. Committed his crimes in one month. Wait, January 1978. Wait, is, this, is this the creepiest vampire we're doing this week? By it mistake? must fucking be. <laughs> wow. It must be because, ladies and gentlemen, we're, it's game point. So it's fucking on, Carl. Let's go. I've done my research myself, so I will not be playing other people's clips. And, ladies and gentlemen, I have come prepared with a photo. So you watched other videos and wrote it down? I like to no, bring I a presentation. No, I read articles. I read I things. also read an article. I, I bring a presentation with me, Vinny. I have multiple sources. I have news reports. Sure. Don't start with this bullshit. Okay. That I'm not doing anything over okay. here. Don't okay. even start with this. All right. I won't start with anything. Why are you so upset? How dare you? Why are you so upset? How dare Calm you? Down, pal. Relax. Just sit back, relax. I'm going to do my thing now. Okay. So this is Richard Chase. Uh, this is him in 1978, Carl. Handsome gentleman, eh? Dick Chase. Yeah. Are you familiar with the McDonald triad? I am not. Okay. So I thought I was. It turns out it is not double quarter pounder with cheese, large fries, and a couple of Cokes. Okay. What is it? It turns out. That it is a uh, a thing that uh, psychologists call the keys to sociopathy okay. and there's warning signs in children. So I thought this was interesting enough to bring up. Here's what they link. Cruelty to animals, mm-hmm. obsession with fire setting and persistent bedweight wedding. A serial killer. These are the things that you need to be looking out for. If your child is doing that, you might have a real sociopath on your hands. And not only did my creep today, Display all of these characteristics as a child. 
His parents didn't give a fuck. They just let him do whatever. All right. So not only is he setting fires, killing cats, dogs, and other animals for shits and giggles, he was also ruining all the sheets. So he's a creep. He developed a disease called hypochondria, which he became a hypochondriac. He thought there was a lot of problems wrong with his body. Yeah. Okay. So here's some examples. He would complain that sometimes his heart would just stop beating for hours at a time. That's probably not true. Yep. And he also thought that someone stole his pulmonary artery at one point. Oh, Jesus. Give it back. <laughs> I need that. Now, this is the best one. I was one. using that. This is the best one. Okay. He felt like he had a vitamin C deficiency. Okay. So what he would do is he would peel oranges and squish them into his forehead. Does that help? No. I didn't think so. No, it's what a crazy person does. You can just eat the oranges, sir. They're delicious. Yeah. And it uh, probably really feels great. You feel really invigorated after the orange juice drips into your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you cut yourself shaving that day. That's a lot of fun. Dude, he was really fucking whacked out, this kid. He thought that his cranial bones had all become separated and were moving around. Uh-huh. So he shaved his head so he could monitor it. Good idea. Smart. Yeah. He, he's really... This guy spent a lot of time staring into the mirror, didn't he? He bothered his parents Yeah, is what I think I picked up on this. And they encouraged him to get the fuck out of the house as soon as they could. <laughs> and they rented an apartment for him nearby. But they didn't really stop by as often as maybe they should have. Because that hypochondria kind of turned into some more issues because he started to believe that he didn't have enough blood, mm. that his blood was turning to powder. Uh-oh. And the only way to stop this from happening was to kill. add water to it. No, oh. no. Get more blood. So he started adopting pets <laughs> and doing experiments on himself, Carl. Okay. And he did this stuff for a while until one day he decided to slaughter a rabbit. That he got from a what shelter. What did he do for a living? Does this guy have a job His or parents paid for his apartment. Oh, see, that's the problem. And what he did with the blood from the rabbit was he injected it into his own veins. Did he check to see if it was the right blood type first? Nope. I think he should probably do that. No. He became very ill and was hospitalized. And yeah. when his parents went to his apartment, they were horrified to find animal carcasses and blood and all sorts. Of, like, basically, a slaughterhouse inside of this apartment. And they're like, Jesus Christ. Our kid fucked up again. We're going to lose the security deposit, Cheryl. Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. So they have him committed. Yes. Okay. So he's in the nut hut and he does like this Renfield deal. You know, remember Renfield and the old Dracula where he's sitting there trying to eat bugs and shit. He would sit there and wait by the window of his area. And when a bird would land by the sill, he got very good at grabbing birds and pulling the back in. Nice. And he would snap their necks and start drinking their blood. They caught him doing this twice. Interesting. They also let him. So he learned how to actually drink something. Could have done that with the orange too, buddy. He treated it like a fucking tab, dude. Like a tab fucking cola. Okay. Glug, 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 glug. Down the hatch. Tab reference. 1978. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. I get points for that. I, I agree. So here's the fucked up part. He also stole syringes from one of the nurses stations and they had therapy dogs. They caught him sticking the syringes in the therapy dogs, trying to pull blood out of them. I don't think that they should allow the inmates to steal syringes. Correct. <laughs> it seems like they should have done a better job with that. Now, by 1977, Carl, they had diagnosed him as paranoid schizophrenic. Okay. Same as your guy. And after going a battery of treatments involving psychiatric drugs, guess what? They decided he's fine. He's good. Let him out. He's good. Take your meds. We're good. Yeah. Just keep away from birds, dogs, and rabbits, and any other animal. And you should be all right. Well, 
And he was he all right, Vinny? Well, was he, he? He was released into his mother's custody. On the edge of my seat over here. He was just, you know, he went home with his mom. But after a while, he decided that, you know, mom's trying to poison my blood. I should probably go out and find another apartment. Because, you know, that's what was going on, clearly. Yeah. And he finds the want ads and gets an apartment with these guys. And this is what I've read about this. This, this lunatic passed his sane long enough to let these guys, for these friends, these people had an apartment together to rent their empty room to this guy. Mm-hmm. 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 They said they didn't know him very well. He called them his best friends from the day he moved in. <laughs> oh, She's so like, hey, guys, we're all best friends now. Yep. And they're like, okay, hi. They said he used a lot of drugs, same way your guy did. Okay. He was constantly high. What kind of drugs? A uh, lot of weed. No. Uh, lots of other stuff. I think he was doing some... Uh, see, I don't know if he was doing acid. I think acid. You but... see, kids, in the 70s, weed was considered a drug. Yes. Those were the days. <laughs> yeah. Now... <laughs> He also would walk around the apartment completely naked. Okay. And they said, dude, you can't live here anymore. Stop stop being naked. You're constantly being a problem. You're creeping out everybody. Could you please move out? He said, no. And just went back into his room. And these guys tried to get him out for months. And then you know what they decided to do? What's that? They all moved out. Yeah, well. They just fucking said, fine. Get the fuck keep it, here. but we can't deal with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It was their place. He they, outlasted them. That's he well outlasted them. Now, during this time, now he's living there by himself, doing all the drugs he wants in the living room by himself, Sweet. and no one is supervising him. And I don't know if he knows this, but... Uh... Drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. Well, guess what he starts doing now? Now he comes up with this new favorite drink. Okay animal blood mixed with soda so what he does is he starts killing animals and then mixing it and just having himself a coke and a like coke and blood soda part of that sounds pretty good yeah i would do that i'm fine with half the recipe yeah now one night in august of 1977 all of this could have been stopped everything i'm about to tell you that happened could have been stopped the police find him in lake tahoe naked covered in blood carrying a bucket of blood with a liver in the back of his pickup truck okay they realize that it's a cow liver and they go oh this is from a cow have a good night sir <laughs> i mean in this country we do slaughter cows all the time just non-stop day and night so that's not unusual yeah so what i'm saying here is carl the cops saw a problem and yep. decided to look the other way yep we don't want to deal with this correct now this guy slip, is slipped through all the cracks in the system because his family, again, doesn't like him and doesn't want to be around him. Mm-hmm. He's in this apartment by himself. He's no longer their, their problem. So it was around December 29th, 1977. He was feeling very lonely that his mother hadn't allowed him to come home for Christmas, and he was feeling very upset. So he starts driving around, and he sees a gentleman. He's 51 years old. His name is Ambrose Griffin. He's helping his wife bring in some groceries. He drives by. He had somehow gotten his hands on a 22 caliber pistol, says, hey, sir, the guy turns around and shoots him in the chest and drives off. Okay. This was his first murder. This also started a new fun phase in his life. Trying people's doorknobs. Oh, that's fun. It's almost like when uh, the old pay phones, you check to see if there was a dime in there or something. Yes. And this is where he really gets the nickname of the vampire of Sacramento, because he told cops later Hey, listen, if I saw a locked door, I just kept going. But if the door was open, the door was open. 
Well, you, a vampire has to be invited in, though. Yeah, well. So I don't know why that has to do with being a vampire. That's where he got the nickname from, Carl. That's and stupid. I'm telling you the truth. That's stupid. Well, not as stupid as your face. Shit. Shit. So less than two weeks later, Chase walks into the house of a married couple while they were out. Mm-hmm. He steals some shit. Pisses in all of the drawers with all of their clothing in it. That seems unnecessary. And then took a shit on their son's bed. Okay, that's funny. The couple returned home while Chase was still inside the house. The husband attacked him, but Chase was able to flee because he's wiry and he's quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he continued and he running just around. Done shitting, so he's feeling light, light on his feet. <laughs> he certainly was. Uh, he continued running around the neighborhood, trying people's doors at random houses to see if they were unlocked. And now here we are, January twenty third. 1978. Here we go. 1978. This is where why this man is the creepiest person of 1978. All right. Chase entered the home of Teresa Wallen, who was very, very pregnant, through an unlocked front door. As he entered, he encountered Teresa. She was walking to go take out the garbage. He pulled out his 22 caliber pistol, aimed it at her, shot her in the head. He then knelt down over Teresa's lifeless body and fired an additional shot into her temple at point-blank range before dragging her into the bedroom, leaving a trail of blood. The 27-year-old then raped Teresa's corpse and fetched a knife from the kitchen, which he used to repeatedly stab her. Chase then carved her corpse open, removed several of her organs, and collected her blood in a bucket, which he then took into the bathroom to bathe in and smear across all the walls. He then returned to Teresa's corpse, sliced off her nipple, drank her blood from a yogurt container he found inside of the trash bag that she was going to take out. And before leaving, he then went out to the backyard, collected some dog shit, walked in and shoved it in the mouth of the corpse. And then he left. This is not a joke. Okay. Two days after that, they found Teresa's body. Chase purchased two puppies from a nearby neighbor, which he killed, drank the blood of, and left the discarded bodies of them on a neighbor's lawn. I hope it wasn't Eugene. Chase's final murders would come on January 27th of 1978 when he entered the home of 38-year-old Evelyn Miroff, who was babysitting her one-month-old nephew, David. Also inside the house was Evelyn's six-year-old son, Jason, and a friend, Dan Meredith, the neighbor who came over to check on her. Evelyn was in the bath while Dan watched the kids. He went into the front hallway as Chase entered the home and was shot immediately at point blank rage. Chase shot Jason as he attempted to run into his mom's bedroom to hide. So now he's murdered a seven-year-old and the neighbor. Uh, He also executed David, the baby, at point blank rage. This is a one-month-old baby. He then walked into the bathroom. Where Those he, are easy to kill, by the way. The That's fish not, in a fucking not barrel. Not that impressive, to be honest with you. Uh, he then shot Evelyn once in the head while she was in the bathtub, dragged her corpse onto the bed where he had sex with it while simultaneously drinking her blood from a series of cuts he made with a knife at the back of her neck. Once he finished, Che stabbed Evelyn's corpse half a dozen times in the asshole and other parts of her body. He then cut her body open, removed several organs, and once again started drinking her blood. Chase then went to retrieve baby David's corpse. He split the skull open and started eating out the brains. Uh Then there's a knock at the door. Turns out little Jason, the one he shot already, had a friend coming over that day to play. Oh, how fun. Not for the friend. Oh, well, this kid was very, very lucky because this freaked out uh, fucking Richard. He freaks out and steals the woman's keys, jumps in her car and peels away with the kids standing there at the front door going, can Jason come out to play? Has no idea what's fucking happening. Okay. So he goes back home to his parents. He's like, hey, something weird just happened. Some weirdo ran out, 
they went over there, found the bodies. And because he fled so quickly, he left full fucking handprints and footprints. Sure. They were able to trace him down. Major crimes. Now, Shit. I forgot to mention something. When he ran out really quickly, one of the things he took with him. Yeah. The one month old whose brains he was eating. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was still he wasn't done to, yet. With, uh, to go bag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they found Richard. Uh, they found him five days after this had happened and arrested him. Yeah. They didn't find the baby till like a month later. And they found the baby missing its head behind a church. Okay. So he just went back there to finish his snack after he went away. He went and sat behind a church eating a baby raw. Your guy was at least cooking shit. Okay. So after his arrest, police go to his apartment and they find the walls, floors, ceiling, refrigerator, and all of Chase's eating and drinking utensils were covered in blood. And then on May 8th, 1979, after his trial, he was found guilty of six count first six counts of first degree murder. They also rejected his uh, guilt, uh, not guilty by reason of insanity plea and sentenced him to the gas chamber. Okay. And because he's a piece of shit, mm -hmm. he found a way to commit suicide in jail before we could kill him. Oh, no kidding. So, ladies and gentlemen, my biggest creep of 1978 is very clearly Richard Chase, the vampire of Sacramento. Let's do the right thing, people. Give Richard Chase his due and make Carl spin the wheel. Or you could go to thecreepoff.com and vote for Carl, and we'll have Vinny spinning the wheel next week on The Creep Off. Either way, the wheel will be spun next week on The Creep Off, unless there's a tie or something, which it did happen one time, I think. There was one tie, and then we played like a sudden death round. But next week, folks, what we do every time we start a new round, because we will be starting a new round next week, will be right. wild card. Wild. So, okay, cool. Wild card next week. Let's uh, some of your suggestions, please. Yeah. I'll take them too. Thank Send you. your pal Vinny some suggestions. How about you help me out for we once? We appreciate it. Everyone. I'm a nice guy. I do good things for people. What? That's what everybody says. What are you talking about? Since when? I'm nice a great things guy. for people. I'm a great guy. What's an example? What's a single example? I let you get away without wearing a oh, Dolphins jersey okay. to the game. I did wear a Dolphins jersey to the game. Okay. You, wore a you wore a movie prop. That plenty, was the wrong color. I have plenty of evidence. I wore it on WATP on Saturday. You can see it. Yeah. It's not a Dolphins jersey. Plenty of evidence. Well, let me ask you this question. Is there a Dolphins logo on it? So uh, Saturday night, I go to Buffalo. I go to Orchard Park because driving to the stadium from Rochester takes a long time and there's traffic and I don't like setting an alarm clock. I don't like to get up early. So I'm like, I'll just go there the night before. I want to see my buddy who lives in Buffalo. Anyway, long story short. So I get an Airbnb in Orchard Park. And uh, the way that this house is set up is that I have the downstairs. People who live there have the upstairs, like a duplex kind of thing. So I'm downstairs. It's like 11 o'clock at night on Saturday night. I'm in the kitchen. I'm, I'm on my computer doing whatever I got to do. And I hear knock on the door. I locked the doors. So I open it up. This fucking cokehead and his girlfriend walk in. Like, oh, hey, man. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, we're staying here, too. All right. Hey, man, cool. We just went to the uh, uh, Sabres game today. And yeah, then we went over to this museum. Hey, man. So uh, and I'm, I'm stuck talking to this fucking cokehead in this kitchen that I, I had to share the bathroom with them. It became a whole fucking thing. Airbnb. Good luck finding a mirror. They probably took them all. <laughs> Airbnb. Sometimes we'll screw you over. I don't know if you've noticed that before. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you got you to gotta live with a cokehead and his yeah. girlfriend. Like, I don't even mind the hidden cameras or the double mirrors. No, it's fine. Just don't make me share a bathroom with a stranger oh. is all I'm asking. 
It's the worst. Uh, do you want to catch up on Super Chats before Let's we go do to it. our side? Yes. All right. Dang Lizard, thanks for the five bucks. Sorry, Carl, your best is still a club foot away from what a real person can do. You lazy smile talker. Vinny Spinny, the SJ cock. Hold Ouch. on a second. Uh, who does Dang Lizard like? I'm wildly confused. I thought he was an ally over here for yeah. some reason. Well, listen, there's no allies in this game. We're all just dancing for the You football. are the SJ cock. Vote for Carl if you think that Vinny's the SJ cock. Okay. Uh, <laughs> cool <laughs> vagina hat, Vinny. Thank you. <laughs> I never never looked at that logo that way before. Right now it makes right a lot of sense. Uh, that's why Cobra was the coolest. That's true. Dela says vote Carl. Thank you, Dela. You know what? It's and really vote Stuttering John for U.S. Senate. I don't know if he's on the ballot. <laughs> I don't think be. he's on the ballot. He might not be, but he was trying to beat Diane Feinstein, and uh, lucky for him, nature took care of that for him. God was able to step in and take care of that. Well, I lost that pool. <laughs> uh, Dela, Vinny hates Eugene. Vote Carl. Oh, I did hear about that. How? What do you mean? I hate Eugene. That's what I. That's what everyone's saying. They're saying I hate Eugene. The B. Sean Frise. Yep, that's what they're saying. Well, that's just. Fucking slander and libel. Well, that's a good reason to vote Cease for Carl. Desist. Very good reason to vote for Carl, if you ask me. Yeah. I am uh I am no traitor, sir. <laughs> you see that out there? I was wondering. I was looking at the same one. Bubble popper 24. Uh, Voting for Carl only because Vinny is a traitor. I am no traitor, sir. No traitor. Now I think that means it's time to go for our next segment, Carl. And we don't even have a proper no, intro for our next segment. I don't. Do we, we? You know, we, we did. Who are these creepos? Was always the second segment or the fourth or whatever whatever segment we're on in the show. Yeah. But right now we're having a lot of fun doing some other stuff. I've been enjoying doing some other stuff lately. I think you're going to like this one. I found. Is it a good change of pace for you, though? Like it is. Not to have to listen to other podcasts yes. a little bit? Yeah, especially because a lot of the true crime podcasts are very similar. It's just people dryly reading the Internet. Or cracking themselves up over things that are not funny. Yeah. So that gets a little bit old. So what I decided to do is check out another Code Blue Cam. Boom. And I think you're going to enjoy this one, Vinny, because it involves one of your favorite things. It involves a guy in a Walmart molesting a 10-year-old girl. I don't like that Which I know you're a big fan of. What I I enjoy is those people being caught for their crimes. Okay. Not the crimes themselves, Carl. That's crazy. What, what do you think of me? You ready? Let's do it. On May 22nd, 2021, a man followed a 10-year-old girl through multiple aisles in Walmart and touched her inappropriately in Onalaska, Wisconsin. The man was later identified as 30-year-old Josie Aman. All right. So, Josie Aman, he touches this 10-year-old girl. The girl tells her mom right away. Okay. And so the mom goes to confront him he flees out of the walmart gets in his pickup truck and goes now there's really no way to identify this guy right so i just fixing this up for you what the cops were able to do because the mom saw him at the subway restaurant inside the walmart mm-hmm. before this incident happened so they were able to subpoena who used their debit cards and credit cards at that subway that day around that time and they were able to figure out who this person was. Um, so this is, uh, they tracked down where he works. If you play my next track here. You got it. Five months later, police confronted Josie at his place of employment. So he's at a bodega here, a little restaurant. Hey, Josie. Officer Flatton. 
this was a little bit more uh, urgent for me, so I decided to just come down and talk to you here. Um, I need to talk to you about an incident where uh -huh. you're my suspect. Okay. Do you have any idea what I'm referring to? Okay. You ever been to the Onalaska Walmart? Okay. So this guy comes out from the back. He was, apparently the police officer was trying to make a time to meet with them. And the guy's like, I'm just really, really busy. Maybe next week or something. So the cop's like, fuck this. I'm just going to go to where he works and talk to him. Yeah, he grabbed a 10-year-old. Or you're, I'm coming to see you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to come there and, and uh, chat with you about I, this. I really am immediately drawn to those shifty eyes on this guy. Oh, yeah. Just his posture and everything. Yeah. He looks guilty to me. I could be wrong. And you know what, man? If I was a judge, I wouldn't even have the trial. Look at this face. Well, they haven't yet. I'll get to that in a minute. So they show him a photo of him in the Walmart from the surveillance. Now, they don't actually have him touching the girl on the surveillance camera. Mm -hmm. So he might be in luck there. But they do have him there. They show him a picture of his truck, his pickup truck that he drove away in. He's just in there going, that's not me. That's not my truck. Nope. shaggy over here i mean i do have a white pickup truck that's the same make and model but that's obviously not my truck so he's just a 99.99 the cops going look at man this is obvious you really don't think that looks like you you really don't think you think it changed that much in five months so this is what happens on uh no one was expecting this what do you share with people who look a lot like you uh, huh no? Okay. Turn up your hands behind your back. Nope. He starts running. Dominic, you can taser. I know. Shit. Stop. He's not listening. Stop. He's not listening. Stop. He's high stepping now. What the fuck is that? He's on the ground. He got winded. Okay. What's so funny about this to me? Where is this guy gonna go? They know his name. They know where he works. Like, what did he think he was gonna do? Run away from them and just avoid them for the rest of his life? This is one of those scenarios where. He's like, fuck it, I'll figure it out later. Yeah, right. I just know that I'm not going to have a chance in court. Like, because because here's the thing that this cop did to this kid that I you, think you've seen this before. Well, no, I'm just going off of what we just talked about. I yeah. have seen this video, but I didn't know why the guy was running. I just saw it in a montage of clips and I recognized his face. OK, Um. so if they showed him the camera footage of his car in the parking lot mm -hmm. combined with the camera footage of him in the store and knowing that there's eyewitnesses and they were able to track him down via his card to the time yep. to the place and they're telling him all of this he's already thinking i don't think i'm getting away with this shit well it's interesting because like i said the only witness to what actually happened him groping this girl or sexually assaulting this girl is the girl and it's not that part is not on video. Oh, yeah. So if they told him that, I would just be like, take me to court. Let's go. Yeah, right. So actually, this is kind of interesting because once the cop finally catches his breath and they bring this guy up, this is the exchange between the two of them. Hold on. Great comment. Dewari Christian says this is a commercial for his sneakers. <laughs> Good call. Not bad. <laughs> not bad. Here we go. Are you injured at all? I don't know. Okay. I think I'm sick. I need help. 
What do you mean? Like, like you're gonna puke right now or something else? Something else. Yeah, officer. He enjoys grabbing ten-year-olds' butts. That's what he's talking about. When he says he's sick and he needs help, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, you really do. They don't even know how to wipe. Ugh, they're disgusting. Ten-year-old butts. Ugh, they're Ugh. the worst. Ugh. Um, so this is my uh, my last uh, clip on here, just to wrap things up. Josie was charged with felony first-degree sexual assault of a girl under the age of 13 and misdemeanor resisting an officer. He was free on a $2,500 signature bond and could face up to a 60-year prison sentence if he is convicted. Wow, that's a heavy sentence. Well, that's one seems little tushy nuts. grab. Yeah, that seems nuts. But so I looked it one up. One little tushy grab. This happened back in December of 2021. We are now in October of 2023. Uh-huh. And this is the latest update I could get. Uh, Josie Aman is now 32 years old and is still being held in detention as of now. There's no news about his trial for the crime that he has committed. So he's still was, awaiting What was trial. the date on the article? This article um, was from. Two months ago, still awaiting trial. That's I know. insane. I know that nothing ever fucking happens. But you know what though? I'm fine with just keeping the pedos locked up as long yeah, as possible. I, I guess I hear you, but the speedy trial thing was something we were supposed to have. There's also that slippery slope slope argument here. If you do find yourself on the wrong end of this, yeah, and they just have the ability to fuck you forever, sure. Uh, that's kind of scary. Understood. Systems fucked up. Carl, let's uh, hit a couple super chats here. Um, well, one. Hey, Eugene. Bark, bark, bark. bark. Eugene hates pedos. Bark, bark. Very good. Who Eugene. wouldn't love Eugene? Good boy. Good Come boy. On. Good boy, Eugene. What a good, what a good dog. All right, Carl. I guess that means it's time for some voicemails. All right. And they're brought to us by our friends in Syracuse. The creep off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Move over, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. There's a new football romance. Syracuse quarterback Garrett Schrader has been seen with that one prostitute that smells like bath salts. Her fans are super excited, or as they call themselves, Snifties. See you in Syracuse. I see what he did there. All right. First voicemail came in last Monday. Uh, hey, Carl. Hey, Vinny. Um, long-time listener, first-time caller. I'm calling in with a creep report. Uh, that creep is actually me. Uh, long story short, I was supposed to hook up with a chick. I uh, have some titty pics, and unfortunately, she died last week. What? Uh, I haven't deleted them. So, A, am I the creep for not deleting these pics? And, B, should I delete them to begin with? How old Thank is you. this Fuck one? Fuck you. Bye. Don't I was going to say, what do you do with pictures of, like, a 95-year-old's tits? <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. That sounds awful. Wow. Uh, well, I guess my advice is, you know, when somebody's gone, you want to have something to remember them That's by? That's true. Yes. And what better thing than a titty pick? Yeah. Is this you, Chong Munch? Is this you? I think he's, he just heard his own voicemail. Oh, wow. Played. Okay. She was 26, 26 years old. How did she die, Chong Munch? What got her, Chong? Yeah, I need to give, know. Us, give us five bucks and let us know. We we're on pins and needles here. All right. That's terrible. I'm sorry to hear that. So I guess you didn't get laid. Is that what you're telling me? Carl. This is a very funny idea, and it's not too hard of a stretch for you. Okay. Wheel of consequence idea that we could add for next week. It's football season. This is pretty good. Hey, Vinny. Hey, Carl. I uh, got a uh, consequence idea, and it's pretty simple. 
uh, both of you should be able to do this. And if, if you don't put it on the wheel, you're both pansies. And it is get the same haircut as Mark Davis, the coach <laughs> of the Raiders. It would be hilarious. It, it would just be a hilarious consequence because you guys do, you know, you do fucking live uh, video broadcasts and then you just have that stupid haircut. I can, I can imagine Carl on all this dumb podcasts having that stupid haircut. <laughs> do it. Oh, uh, I got a picture of Mark Davis from yeah. him, but he doesn't know who he is. So this is the owner of the Raiders. Of the Raiders, and I, I can't believe no one tells him he lo- how stupid he looks. Doesn't he look like he could be Opie's dumb brother? Yes. <laughs> he looks terrible. I can't even make my hair do that, <laughs> I, I don't know. think. I was going to say, I don't even know if I, could, if I could pull that off. God damn it. What a fucking... That's funny. He's so, a multi-gajillionaire. Uh, Chong Much said that she fell and busted her head at work. Oof. Sounds like she's clumsy. I say keep the pictures and share them. She won't mind now. Yep, she won't mind. Send yeah. them to us. I have a uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. 26 years old. That's, that's tragic. I'm sorry to hear that. It is bad. I'm sorry, Uh I have a voicemail for us. I don't think I played this yet. Hey, Carl. I'm just saying I love all your shows, especially the creep off and who are these socials. And uh, hey, thanks for not killing yourself, man. You provide great content. Keep it up, dude. All right. And thank you for not killing yourself. That goes double from me. That's right. Thanks, pal. This is the conservative atheist. And my recommendation, if somebody hasn't already made it, is to put wearing the cow bikini in Walmart for at least 20 to 30 minutes shopping uh, from the time you enter to the time you leave. I think that'd be pretty goddamn hilarious. Whichever one you have, ends up having to do it. Adding that to the wheel of consequences would be excellent. Love the show, guys. Take care. Bye. No one would even bat an eye. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm trying to decide. No one like... would even notice the fucking lunatics in Walmart. Ugh. You would blend right in with that. And also, Carl walked through Walmart blasting pornography right. and no one even No looked. one reacted to I it. I couldn't believe <laughs> it. It didn't make any sense to me. I'm a creep watching porn on my phone and no one gave a fuck. Um, but I will say this. The cow bikini was given out at DabbleCon. Somebody has it. I don't anymore. Well, not the one that you had? Not the one that you wore for your picture? You gave it away? Yeah, I gave that one away. Uh, lucky winner. Uh, Graham Wellington says cowgirl outfit. Cowgirl. Oh. Yeah. Cowgirl Carl. <laughs> cowgirl Carl. No, no uh, more cow bikinis. That, that's a phase that I'm over. <laughs> We're moving on now. Their lives. Yeah. Uh, I got one more. And... I'm actually going to message this person back. I'm not going to play this. I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to get into the minutia of John show. But somebody bought like the VIP and the regular ticket because of you. Oh, great. So that person who left a voicemail, uh, just send me send an email to the creep off Uh, email and I'll help you get it worked out, pal. Good job, Carl. Because of me. Mm -hmm. So someone fucked up and now they're blaming it on me. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Because you were spreading misinformation. All right, I guess that means it is time for everyone's favorite subjects. Everybody's favorite segment, the Scum Parade. Scum Parade, take me on a raid of these fuck raids that these creeps have made. Scum Parade, Vinny and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Scum Parade. 
stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad. Sheep soaking up the blood of a cat's gone parade. Carl, would it surprise you if I told you my first marcher in the scum parade today is a cop? Not at all, Vinny. Not at all. Really? Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad we both operate from the same place of cynicism. Yes. A married Pennsylvania state police trooper is facing false imprisonment charges after he allegedly violently detained his ex-girlfriend and committed her to a mental health treatment program under bogus claims. You're under arrest for breaking up with me. You're under arrest for not sharing that pussy anymore. So, sir, why do you want to uh, uh, commit this woman? Because you said, quote, she was crazy for dumping you. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to fly. Do you have the video by, of this by any chance? Do I, Carl? Okay, do I? I have to say, in the cop's defense, she does look crazy. And I'll show you some of the video. I didn't really clip it up too much. It's kind of long. That's okay. Yeah. But we could just kind of give you an idea of what's going on here. I mean, tell, tell me that's not a crazy woman right there. What is wrong with you? I don't need help. I need to get away from you. No. No. This is a normal. I don't care what anybody says. Can I please stand up? It's like he didn't do anything. I'm not going to any jail. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not going anywhere. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What is wrong with you? Yeah, what is wrong with you, Would sir? You do this? So basically. What's happening here is this guy's gaslighting the shit out of this woman. Yeah. And he's just going, no, you need help. I mean, she needs help. She clearly needs mental help. Look at the way she's protesting. I'm just trying to help her. I'm just trying to help her. And look at it. Listen to her go. She's just going on and on and on. All I'm doing is helping. I've lived all over the world and not one time has anyone ever come up, tackled me, attacked me, and called the cops on me for existing in the woods. No? Never. Not even in Sweden? Ever. Really? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> All right. That's that's kind of the vibe of what's happening here. But yeah, there is, a, the there is a takedown. There is some rustling that goes out in this video as well. But you get the point. Yeah, I'm not going to show violence because YouTube fucking. Oh, yeah. I never can find any violence on YouTube. It's all I was watching today. And I was trying to find good videos to play on here. Well, I'll tell you where you won't find any of that kind of content where on subreddit that? surfing. We're clean as a whistle over there. God, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. You're still a little angry with uh, with YouTube over this. Yeah, well, hey, by the way, tonight on Subreddit Surfing, yes, we will be having our rose ceremony and crowning our new producer. Oh, nice. So I thought that we lost all the voting or something. We have. Uh... Well, we went for something. We we found the results. You did of okay. where they were at the time, but the poll was still open. Okay, but we were able to um, decide on a course of action, taking the vote into account. And Subreddit Surfing still on YouTube, even though you've been demonetized? Yes. Okay. But we did set up a Patreon. So if you want to support the show, we're not doing Super Chats. We're not doing members on the channel. If you want to, at, or uh, find SubredditSurfing.com. It's a link to our Patreon if you want to support the show. Very good. Moving on. Uh, Davis, uh, Ronald Davis, he's 37. He was arrested Thursday on accusations. He abused his authority to carry out the twisted takedown that left his former girlfriend improperly stuck in a medical facility for multiple days. <laughs> Wow. Davis reportedly told her, I know you're not crazy. I'll paint you as crazy. Leading up to forced medical treatment. The victim claimed, according to court documents, 
His quest to have his ex committed began on August 21st when he sought help from fellow troopers because he said the victim, identified by the district attorney as MF, had mental health problems. On advice from state police, Davis, off-duty at the time, contacted county officials via his police email account and identified himself as a trooper to obtain an order after he submitted purported texts from her in which she threatened suicide. So he is contacting the right people from his official account mm-hmm. with texts that he claims are her threatening to hurt herself. Now, once he got the order approved, the trooper went after this woman who he had dated for about four months. Yep. It seems intense for a lot of, for four months. Well, she's trying to say that he displays controlling behavior. I, I don't Him? see any evidence of that. He says, I'll take the response. I'll take care of it myself in the email. I'll take care of it. I got it, guys. We don't right. need to do anything else. Davis and, civilian comp- and his civilian companion found the victim in a picnic area in State Forest where he picked her up and carried her to his car before the two struggled on the ground. Davis is seen sitting on top of his ex as he claimed he tackled her to the ground, according to the footage captured. Uh, captured by the man who accompanied him she also said she didn't need help and wanted to get away from the cop you're insane she said you're absolutely insane and you paint me to look insane as she made a move to get free davis manhandled her and kept her on the ground in a wrestling style hold which let me see if i could find that part here so Eh, don't worry about it. yeah no i I think we get the the gist of this yeah so she suffered some injuries from that uh, she was involuntary committed for five days. Five days. She had to prove that she wasn't crazy. So basically what happened was she texted him something like, I'd rather kill myself than spend one more night with you. I And so he's like, she's suicidal. Better get professionals involved. Suicidal. <laughs> no, 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 no. She was not suicidal. She doesn't like you. <laughs> she doesn't want to hang out with you anymore. Now, here's the fun part. Now he's been arrested. Here's the statement. Well, Trooper Davis provided text messages from the victim. Yeah. Uh, purported them to be suicidal. He failed to provide the full context of those messages. Right. In fact, the text messages were the culmination of a larger domestic dispute between him and the victim. Taken in context, the text revealed her frustration with Trooper Davis and his controlling behavior, not a desire to harm him or herself. And he's married with a family. Right. So he might be in the wrong on this one, Vinny. I don't say that very often. I, I don't know if but I'm going to be might, on his side on this. He might be the, the guy who's the creep in this one. Yeah. He's being charged with felony strangulation, unlawful restraint, false imprisonment, and simple assault. False imprisonment seems like a big one, right? That's, That's a really get, bad one. Yeah, he'd probably get in some trouble for that, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, well, kidnapping is a federal offense. Sure. So it, it's one step below kidnapping. Hmm. A woman accused of attempting to kill her husband with bleach. Uh, has been arrested, Carl. Okay. Now, Melody Feliciano Johnson was arrested in August and charged with the attempted murder of her soon-to-be ex-husband, Roby Johnson. She had previously filed for divorce, but they lived together while the process was finalized. A series of hidden cameras were set up by Roby, suspicious of his wife. Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't trust his wife? Nope. Huh. And he had good reason to. Oh, okay. Because he noticed that his coffee started tasting odd. So he's got a reason. He's like, my coffee doesn't taste right. Something's wrong here. I have to say. Did she switch my brand? Bleach has a pretty strong odor and flavor. So I don't know if that's going to work real well. It's going to be pretty obvious, I would think. Really bad choice. And I'm not going to tell you what to use, but there are things that are a lot better for this type. That's so funny. I was actually going to ask you, if you wanted to kill your husband, how would you do it? My husband? Yeah. 
How well, would, how I would go you to, kill your husband? I go to Carl's Imagination Land uh-huh. and find whoever you think I'm married to and uh, yep. use antifreeze. Oh, good. Smart. Thanks. Makes sense. Little tummy ache. Next thing you know, no more Vinny's husband. <laughs> What's the matter, Steve? Not feeling well? <laughs> I know it! <laughs> uh, so... He set up cameras like on the coffee maker, which, you know, she I'm pretty noticed. obsessive about my coffee. Yeah. Too. Like if something's wrong with it, I want to know. I want to get to the bottom of it. Now, one of the cameras caught uh, Melody in the act, pouring a mystery substance from a large bottle into a smaller container before adding it into the coffee machine. The alleged the alleged poison plot was caught on the ring indoor camera, which these aren't even really hidden cameras. No, she should know it's right there. Yeah, she's pretty stupid. Yep. Not only was the water riddled. So the other thing that he filmed was he took water from inside of the coffee machine and he used a swimming pool test kit mm-hmm. to read the pH levels. Yep. And it said there's a extraordinarily high amount of chlorine. Right. And not only was it riddled with chlorine, they had a bunch of other harmful chemicals in it. And uh, he said his machine stinks like bleach. So he took it to the cops and Melody is now under arrest. Now. She recently bought a house in the Philippines. And she was planning on heading back there. Smart, yeah. Uh, They believe the motive for this was insurance money. That she was the beneficiary on his life insurance. So it's pretty good motivation. She's not going anywhere. She's in trouble. Carl Ventura, California. A jury found a 42-year-old man guilty of attempted murder and aggravated mayhem. Okay. Is there another type of mayhem? Mm, Not sure. Is there like hysterical mayhem could be? Ooh, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun type of mayhem. It was really wrong of you to do what you did, but we admit it was funny. Yes. Hysterical mayhem might be the name of this episode. A jury found a 42-year-old man guilty of attempting to murder his son with a sledgehammer while he was asleep. Hold on a second. He couldn't get the job done? The, The guy's asleep and he's got a sledgehammer and he couldn't get the job done? Yeah. That's embarrassing. 24 the kid is 24 years old so maybe he wasn't as light of a sleeper or he was a lighter sleeper than he uh assumed and heard the uh dad coming to the room or something that's embarrassing man you gotta you gotta put, put an end to that one anthony nardini was convicted of attempted murder like i said aggravated mayhem and assault with a deadly weapon in connection with the attack on his son now according to the district attorney's office nardini and his son who remained unnamed had recently reconnected after being estranged Nice to be back, Pop. <laughs> Good to see you again. <laughs> the two are residing in an unincorporated part of Ventura County, so no cops. And they got into a physical altercation the night of March 19th, 2023. Family members reportedly broke up the fight, and Nardini went out to his car. When he came back inside, the victim was sleeping on his couch. Nardini reportedly insisted the others in the house go to bed. Hey, guys, maybe it's a good time. Shh, don't wake him up. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a good time for all of you to go to bed because... Yeah, just go to bed. We don't want to wake him up. Every we had a rough day. We got into a fight. It's cool. Just go right. to sleep. Uh, that's when he got the sledgehammer and attempted to beat his son to death. Members rushed downstairs because they really didn't go to sleep yet. I mean, this really wasn't a well thought out plan. He didn't wait an hour. Right. Uh, they came downstairs and the victim was suffering from a severe head injury, and Nardini fled the scene. Deputies who arrived at the home reportedly located a bloody sledgehammer outside. Medics rushed the son to the hospital, where he was placed in medically induced coma for several days the son did survive i would hate to be this guy's cellmate like if you're gonna do an argument with him one day 
That's a good point. Yeah, you that would don't... that would suck. We yeah. don't want to take a nap around this guy. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't sleep around this man. Ever. Yeah. This guy was in my jail cell. They'll call me wide awake Paulino. Yep. <laughs> wow. This guy's fucking Gallagher act sucked. <laughs> You're right, though. He didn't kill him. He got him, though. He definitely he got, got him. him good. There's a lot of blood. He got him good. Yeah. Senior, but... <laughs> senior deputy district attorney said, well, this conviction will never repair the emotional, physical scars inflicted by the father. We hope that this affirmation by the jury will bring some solace to the young man who doesn't know what his name is anymore, was experiencing an unfathomable attack. Oh, you don't think life. that settled the argument? Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> okay. Did I ever tell you what my dad did to my brother? No. What's that? My dad it was kind of an asshole, mm -hmm. and my brother is also an asshole. We've talked about my brother on the show. Yep. My brother is a legendary dumb fuck. Yep. I want to say this had to have been way before I was born. My brother was maybe 15 or 16 and okay. his, my dad and his mom were divorced and uh, my dad had a lot of girlfriends hanging out at the house. And apparently my brother put the moves on one of them. Nice. No. Oh, my dad found out about it. He didn't like that. No, no. He, uh, he said, Hey, he yelled, Junior, I got to talk to you in the garage. And my brother tells me the story. He walked into the garage, and the next thing he knew, the first thing he saw was a shovel come flying at his face. Whoa, you got butt slammed. And he fucking woke up like an hour later. <laughs> really? Your dad smashed him on the head with a, with a shovel? Yeah. That might be why he's so fucked up. That might be why, Vinny. He might not have always been this dumb. I thought about it. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he fucking... I'm going to scrabble his brains a little bit with yeah, that. Yeah, I think he may have. Wow. Don't fuck with dad's girls. I guess not. Yeah, my dad was a problem. One of these days I might do. I had someone send me a bunch of research into the crimes of my father. Really? Yeah. Was this another family member? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I have like newspaper clippings. I got, I mean, if I had to go down this, there's like, uh, he hit somebody with a car and left the scene. What an asshole! Armed robbery. What? Did you do a couple things in there? And I don't Jeez think he got arrested Louise. for the smacking my wow. brother with the shovel. Yeah, he was a problem. Yeah, it sounds like a, a fun time. That was might you, be an interesting bonus episode. We can read all the articles. Fun. Was your dad a drinker? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. It didn't end well for him. Alcohol is bad. You shouldn't drink alcohol. Crimes of my father, the new book from Vinnie Paulino. I'd read it. <laughs> It'd be short. All right, last story today. An Oregon woman. Oh, fuck, I forgot to pull the Oregon clip. Ah, damn Oregon! <laughs> Oregon! A woman who shoved her 13-month-old son into a freezer and allegedly admitted that she waterboarded him out of spite to test the loyalty of her child's father has been sentenced to 30 days in jail. I got to say that for all the different reasons why you'd want to torture your one-year-old son, out of spite is probably the worst one. Yeah. Probably the worst excuse. Yeah. That's really loyalty is not a good reason to hurt a baby. Shardy, which is a great name. Yep. Shardate. I like Shardy. It sounds funnier. Shardy McDonald of Gresham, Oregon, did not kill her son during the abusive episode in October 2021. But not from a lack of trying. Correct. The 30-year-old mother did, however, plead guilty to first-degree criminal mistreatment. Now... She got 30-day jail sentence, supervised probation for three years. Now, let me tell you what she Dude, did. if I'm this one-year-old kid, I'm filing for a restraining order. I don't want this woman anywhere near me. 
So back then, social services got a call. They sent someone to do a welfare check at the house. Uh Now, according to the probable cause affidavit obtained by law and crime, when police arrived, they could hear McDonald through the door screaming at someone on her phone. That person was later identified as the child's father. Okay. I'm about to show you real quick. You don't want him. Let me show you about this little motherfucker baby. I don't give a fuck about that fucking baby. Fuck you. McDonald could be heard yelling as the people from child services are standing outside. That's not good. When police knocked out the door, the talking stopped. The McDonald opened in a moment later, holding her son in a blanket. Defendant Sharinda Brianna McDonald told police that she was not trying to hurt, harm, or kill her son by drowning him or putting him in the freezer. What was she trying to do then? Because that's, I mean, was she trying to figure out where they're hiding Osama bin Laden? What did she think she was doing with this? She said she had done this not to try to kill him, but out of spite to the father. Uh Yeah. The officer who arrested reported that he reviewed pictures of the child being abused. Oh, she took photos of it too. That's smart. Yeah. And the father arrived at the scene. The officer said it appeared that the baby was trying to hold his breath as water was being poured down his face and over his nose. Yeah. The old waterboarding. Fun stuff. And one of the photos shared police, the child was almost being held upside down in a onesie as water flowed over him. She allegedly told police after arrest she had done these things to her son to test the father and see if he gave a fuck at all. Well, she doesn't. So why does he have to? I'm confused. (laughs) Yeah. Don't put this on me. Yeah, right. Prosecutors who spoke with the pediatrician to review the images said it was very likely the child had to struggle to breathe and that it probably could have killed them. They had to talk to a pediatrician to know that children need air? In order to survive. Um, thanks, Doc. We got it. Yep. I, I remember that shit from biology. <laughs> no shit. McDonald's charged with two counts of criminal mistreatment in the first degree, plus reckless endangerment of an individual. Prosecutors also charged her with a count of identity theft and tampering with a witness, though that was related to another case. As part of the deal before sentencing this week, she pled guilty to the mistreatment, identity theft, and witness tampering charges. So she pled guilty to all of it, and she got 30 days. She waterboarded a baby and got 30 days it's in Oregon. so bizarre. Are you out of here? It's so bizarre. 30 days. You worked in restaurants before, right? Yeah. You know the walk-in freezer? Yeah. I don't like to spend a lot of time in there. We have one it back gets here. It uncomfortable. Yeah. Dude, if I have to run quick. back there for anything, you're in there like 30 seconds back. Yeah, for, for real. It's not fun. Yeah. So if I'm getting thrown into a freezer when I'm one years old, I'm, I'm guessing that's uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, Carl, that was this week's Scum Parade. And as always, pal, it was great to do a show with you. Thank you for uh, being here. Don't forget to go to thecreepoff.com to vote for Carl. And then you can watch Vinny spin the wheel next week. Or you could listen to the episode, decide for yourself who you thought brought the bigger creep. Oh, and I think I okay. made it a lot easier okay. to make that decision with my presentation. And you could go vote and make sure that the person who deserves to spin the wheel spins the wheel. Maybe the guy who didn't wear a Dolphins jersey or drive to Gary, Indiana. Marry that guy. And then when you vote for Carl, I'll say, thank you. You're a real prick. Miami has the Dolphins. Don't do this the greatest Don't do this team. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Carl? Yes, sir. Let's get out of here. Let's do it. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia and whatnot. It's the creep off.